Okay, so like I said, welcome Frost. Uh, how how how's it? How's your day? I'm I'm doing wonderful, Frost. How is your day? <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, I had so far. It's been one of those days when like I I just I, I went to bed at like one a.m., which is really good for me, and then <laughs> at like at like five, I was like, that's enough sleep for me, I think. So. <laughs> I just kind of just waited around until Wendy's was open, and then I, 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 I went and I got that Wendy's breakfast, you know, um, and then, and then I was like super productive for a few hours, by which I mean I watched like five episodes of Black Books, um, and then I went. To sleep. It all sounds like a great morning. <laughs> and then I went to sleep, and then I just woke <laughs> up, and now, and now here we are. I kind of just teleport throughout my day and by napping. Yeah, recently I've, I've kind of been on the go to sleep decently early, wake up even earlier, do like one thing, and then go back to sleep, and then wake up at a regular time. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like siesta might be the wave, but like, not like a real siesta type deal, but like, call it that so that it sounds better than what it is. Yeah, so it sounds like it was intentional and planned, <laughs> and you have have your life together, you know? Yeah, it's always, it's always, I think that that's, that that's really the, um, that's the secret to, I think, a lot of things is you, you figure out what it is that you are already doing, and then you come up with a term for it so that it sounds like it's intentional. Hmm. Hard agree. Yeah. And it's, a, it's only difficult to try and get into a new habit. It's, it's, a, it's immensely easy to justify the ones you already have. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thank you for, for joining me on this Wumble Wednesday. Uh, it's, um, it's, a, it's a beautiful day here in uh, Indianapolis. It's one of our... Here's, let me paint a picture of, of how the weather's been. Uh, last week it snowed. Um, this week it's like 70, 80 degrees. And the week before that it was like also 70, 80 degrees. Here in uh, Los Angeles County, it's just uh, varying levels of warm, as usual. Uh, must be nice. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't feel bad. <laughs> That's one thing I think that the... Well, I mean, there's obviously a lot of things I could complain about when it comes to the, you know, the pandemic, but... Uh, one thing is that no, usually most years I get out to California for one reason or another. I would say mm -hmm. more more years than not. Um, but just for the past, you know, because I think like the year like the year before, I was just like really busy finishing up school and there wasn't really anything to go out there for. Uh, and then now these these past like past like year and a half has just been solid. You know, don't go anywhere. Uh, so I'm real. I'm di I, I don't know if if I'm just going to find whatever con is open later this year when I'm fully vaccinated, when it's sort of safe, and just find an excuse. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna knock on like Cam Steady's door and be like, please, you don't understand. It's been so long. <laughs> Human interaction, please. <laughs> Is there a con going on in here? Like this is this is my apartment. This, uh, is, this is where I live. Um, this I'm just 
They're just sort of just drinking in front of the TV. That's a con, right? That's I don't I have I haven't been in a minute, but that's what I remember from. <laughs> <laughs> you got merch in there. <laughs> I know you got merch in there. Open up. <laughs> this is the shower. <laughs> I know you got merch. <laughs> Great cam steady cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> rap video game rap battle me right now, Cam Steady. <laughs> I'll be Sonic the Hedgehog. Um you can be uh you can be the left paddle from Pong. <laughs> the left paddle. I kinda I kinda wanna do like a series of classic arcade game songs just to just to kinda get the gamer crowd in and so people will you know, we'll, we'll remember that I'm, you know, I'm a real nerdcore rapper. I'm not like a, an anime trap guy. I, of course. You know, I rap about video games and stuff, not just, you know, anime. And, uh, but I want it to be like, yeah, like Tetris, like the left paddle from Pong. Ooh, I wrote a Tetris bar the other day. Do you want to hear it? I do. Okay. Um, I, I don't think I wrote the whole thing, but, uh, it was like, Mow down four blocks with this long piece was the punchline. Okay, is this, is this part of your your drill phase? <laughs> Mow down four blocks with a long piece. Yeah, no, it's the cadence. It's the cadence. <laughs> I think someone should make a dig dog song. I don't know why. I just feel like it'd be good. If I made a dig dog song, it would be about how it took me way too long to figure out how to play that game. And I just kept getting hit with like falling rocks. Yeah, I would. I would did you do the thing where you'd like, you'd like attack them once, and then they would just like deinflate, and then you're like, <laughs> "What did I do wrong?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then also like that thing where you like you don't have to take out all of the like the creatures to advance. You just have to like get away. I think at least in some of the levels. That was confusing, because I was like, oh no, I'm out of falling rocks. But then that pump thing, is that TNT? Are you like, or are you inflating them? It's, it's I, very, I thought you were inflating them. These very low-res games are just horribly confusing sometimes. <laughs> camo, oh, Camo324 says, I'm playing Dig Dug and y'all are big dumb. I can't deny that on my account. Uh, it, like I said, it took me way too long. Uh, is he is he insult is he insulting us or is he is that is that supposed to be a bar? It might be a a bar. I'm playing dig dug. I'm playing dig dug, and y'all are big dumb. Uh, you inflate them. The, the dug dumb uh, rhyme is a little questionable, but you know it you works. It, see, it works in drill if you've got that really sort of thick accent going on. Because mm -hmm. dog. And dumb are like very close. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently, yeah. Apparently, you inflate them, says Camo. Uh, okay. If I had had to figure out how to play classic arcade games like on my own quarter instead of them being free at most places that I play them, I would be bankrupt, or I would hate video games. I could see that. Yeah, I'm definitely like if I, <laughs> I'm, 
putting in my hard-earned quarter that my mom gave me uh, into a machine just yeah. for me to die two seconds later and be like, well, I learned nothing. Oh, uh, yeah. I might look at games a bit different. Yeah, like one of my favorite arcade games is The Dragon's Lair. And, like, I die in that game so frequently. And sometimes, like, before I even get past, like, the first couple things because I just forget how to do it every time. Hmm. But I guess that that's like that's sort of a, a product of there not really being a lot of local arcades uh, anymore where people go and like consistently play the same games. Like usually when I've been to an arcade I don't know. when whenever Whenever I've been to an arcade it's usually like a mix of like Sort of, sort of like a middle-aged-ish crowd who, like, they're playing the games because they're the games they grew up with and they're really good at them. <laughs> right. Or it's like kids who have no idea what's going on, and are and and sort of get frustrated. And then you have like the occasionally you've got like the sort of like spot competitive player who's like younger but is still insanely good at the game. Mm-hmm. He's got like one game that they're about to hog for the next three hours as they try and beat their own high score while they make up the top ten spots already. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever uh, you ever gotten uh, gotten the high score on a on a significant game? Um, definitely in my in my youth as a as a as a Chuck E. Cheese uh, fanatic. Okay. I've definitely run up the score on a couple of those games, you know, beat up some kids. <laughs> Shout out the mouse. Shout out their, uh, what's their version of Whack-A-Mole? Um, I don't know if they still have it. That's That was my go-to uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. I never cared for that game where you just scoop bees, but I think I think I liked it when I got older. I've never heard of that game, but scooping bees sounds terrifying. So I think what it is basically is it's like uh it's like there's like a bunch of like ping pong balls in a thing and there's like a fan that like blows them up in the air and then you have a net and you like scoop them. Uh okay, that sounds Yeah. That's... Okay, no no, it's it's all coming back. I know what this game is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh I've been to a Chuck E. Cheese within the past couple of years. Uh some of my friends from college and I just decided sort of uh, apropos of nothing that we were going to go there and sort of try and recapture like our last slice of childhood before it disappeared forever. And uh, it was not bad. Everything was, there, there, a lot of stuff was very different. Um, a lot of stuff was more sterile. Um, uh, well, or I, I guess this was this was like I think this was like pre yes, this would have been pre-pandemic, so it wasn't sterile because of uh, pandemic reasons. <laughs> it was just like a lot safer. Like like it was clearly the product of like a lot of lawsuits. I think is what, is what it was. <laughs> I see. Uh, there's always there's multiple ways to progress, you know. <laughs> yeah. What I remember is that any any game that involved physical strength was very easy to get the high score on. Um, Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, um, 
yeah, it was mostly just, you know, ski ball. Ski ball for me, that's my go-to wherever I go. Yeah, um, I remember, there's, definitely, there's, a, there's a Chuck E. Cheese very, very close to uh, where I am and where I grew up, so I went a lot. I definitely remember there being, like, a shift um, at some certain age where it, it no longer became about, like, oh, let's check out all the fun games. It's like, all right, what is the most efficient way that I can get these tickets? Because uh-huh. I'm getting these damn prizes. Yep. And eventually it was just like, okay, like, I was never great at basketball, but I found the Chuck E. Cheese basketball to be very easy and very efficient at getting tickets. So it was definitely just, like, spam this until <laughs> I have as much tickets as I want. And I can get whatever dumb <laughs> gift those, that I want. Yeah, one of those plastic frogs where you press on the back and it jumps. Um, yeah, or whatever shitty Bluetooth or speaker or whatever. <laughs> that barely worked. Uh, I feel like I, I definitely redeemed for like candy and small prizes. Uh, I never really accumulated a lot of tickets. But I definitely didn't play games if they didn't give you tickets. Mm. Uh, there's probably a lot of games that I walked by and I was like, oh, that looks fun. And then I saw it, it gave you no tickets and I was like, well, that's a ripoff. <laughs> I just wouldn't play it. <laughs> I was definitely the type to like save tickets uh-huh. up until like, you know, I could come back and then get the bigger thing. Yeah. But then I definitely did that to the point to where like I was way too old for Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. And so it meant that, like, you know, little cousins and people that would come in town would just get my tickets. And I'm like, I don't really want the tickets, but I now feel a certain way that my tickets are being used by someone else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that was, that was like, I think, the most sort of, like, serotonin-inducing part of going to Chuck E. Cheese as, you know, a college student. Was that, like... I had no earthly use for these tickets anymore. Like any, 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 any prize that I could get in their in their token economy, like we could walk next door and buy a, just buy a thing with our regular like, uh, like, like, full grown person money. U.S. Um, currency. Yeah. So like, just just racking up just like a huge stack of tickets and then handing it to some random kid, like as we walk out the door, like that's that's the best part of it. Hmm. Because to that kid, it's like, they've just been handed, like, a million dollars cash. <laughs> like, that's their sort of reaction. And since I'll probably never get to hand somebody a million dollars cash, like, that's <laughs> that's the easiest way for me to experience sort of that <laughs> level that's of altruism. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I wanted to ask some, like, or at least, like, bring up some, like, uh, sort of relevant nerdcore stuff. Because I, I feel like it would it would, it would would just be a waste to have you on and not talk about, like, actual sort of nerdcore community stuff. Um, so the first one is, like, pretty... This is, like, this is, like, what they would say if you went on, like, like, a real talk show, you know? It's, like, a boring question, but I was interested to know. You have. I always gotta get this out of the way. Okay. Do you have like a top like uh, favorite uh, moment or couple moments from uh, any of the compilations that you've done, like the Twitch compilations? Oh, favorite moment. Because I know There's... you just did like a sort of like a me- like a mega compilation of the very top ones. 
But are those sort of your favorites or like the most popular ones? Um, it was a mix. Some of those are definitely like um, my favorites and some of those are like, well, this is the most popular or some of them was just like, well, this is the only clip <laughs> that I could use. But it's really hard for me to choose like a single clip. Yeah. But like the ones that have been like living in my head rent free recently um are both from that most recent video. There's the one with um uh it was on near Blackwell Street <laughs> where <laughs> where you can hear uh, Jason in the back saying, Hey Mir, uh so my, you know my brother that was in jail, he told me that like I need to learn how to produce and yada yada yada. And then you yes. hear someone in the back I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like he needed to learn how to produce, he needed to learn how to not be in jail. <laughs> and it's like he's worried about the wrong type of bars. Wrong type of bars. <laughs> I <laughs> that one is so solid and I think um I don't remember I don't remember the exact timeline because I I don't I don't remember if I was lurking in that call or not because I could not remember because uh because J uh Jace, Jason's brother was something that I had referenced in our last battle and mm -hmm. I genuinely have still have no idea how I knew that I I don't think the timeline was right that that uh, clip had shown up in a compilation before um, I think I had either just been lurking in that call or just like another call around that time when he was talking about it and just happened to catch like a five second thing and be like if that's if what I'm remembering is accurate and it never is that could be like the hottest bar of my whole round and then it turned out to work which is very rare for me but so I have a special affection for <laughs> for that clip. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I think some of the ones that really just like stay in my head um, big time are the uh, uh, Brayton Schwabity join you in five minutes. I mean that that's probably the one that I like just reference the most frequently. That's definitely a classic. Uh. Howdy, uh, Drago Dan and Linden in the chat, and Mystery Muffin. And Avocado, when did you get here? Howdy. Linden's in the chat, so I gotta type, as I always do. Linden, all caps. Wagwan, lad, all caps. That's the rule. Even if it's my own stream, I have to I have to say hello to Linden. Of course. In the chat, in, in all caps. <laughs> the world isn't right unless you always acknowledge Linden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's do be tradition, says Lyndon. Lyndon is one of those people where I can read his messages and tweets, and in my head they are purely in his voice. And there's only a few people yeah, where yeah. that applies. Like Breton Boy is definitely one. Uh, Lyndon, of course, is another. Mir. Uh, Mir, yeah, Mir and Schwabity. I'm laughing as he says something. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh I like I like that Mir has a lot of like sort of um I don't know if you'd call them catchphrases but just like you know just things that he's going to say at some point in a conversation 
So it's usually like that's what I'm saying and talk to him are gonna be are gonna pop up a yeah. lot. So sometimes when I'm like reading one of his tweets, that sort of like I'll read it and then that one of those phrases will also sort of make its way. You gotta in. add that off at the end. <laughs> uh yeah. But uh congrats on uh on one K by the way. Thank you. It's been faster than expected. <laughs> it's uh it's much deserved. And uh, do you have have you gotten those have you gotten those four thousand watch hours yet? You making bank? I'm very close to getting that that awesome like McDonald's money. Yeah. Uh, well, everyone, make sure to uh, subscribe to Is That Frost and run up all those videos because uh, YouTube just likes you more when your channel's monetized. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like I'm like 200 or so away. Oh yeah, you'll you'll get that in no time. <laughs> yeah, Especially because your videos are longer. Yeah. Um, me with my like two three minute videos trying to rack that up. <laughs> it's just like you know what? I have old episodes of the Breakfast Club on my main channel. <laughs> just please just watch those, and then yeah, once I sent people to those, it just went like just like shot up immediately, and got there. Uh, yeah, I was assuming I would get it on the on the special, mm, which I'll probably get it like the video after because it's like, oh, I'm getting like, you know, like say six minutes average view duration on my like eight to ten minute videos. So yeah. on the twenty minute, I should get like twelve minutes, but I got like seven, and I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I, what I'll say is there's a lot of uh, of rewatch value in any of those compilations, especially because they're all uh, well, except for that uh, the you know the mega compilation, but like the regular ones are all are all segmented out, tabbed out, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I I love any video that does that. I I don't think that it makes like I guess maybe I could do that in my reactions, but my reactions don't really have <laughs> a very good like format to them. They're sort of all just one thing from beginning to end. Uh but uh yeah, no, I I, I love how like tidy <laughs> how tidy those videos are and how easy to navigate. Yeah, it's nice. I've seen people in reactions like separate it by like you know, like intro, um, like post song analysis or whatever, and then like by verse like whatever artist is currently um, playing in the song that they're reacting to. And I'm like, I don't know if this is useful, but it sure is nice. <laughs> it just looks nice. Yeah. Yeah, I forget if it's uh, Digital Donuts or Lazy King or somebody. So it's, it's somebody who, who reacts to to my songs pretty, pretty consistently does it. And uh, it doesn't make any... It doesn't make any actual difference to like how much of the video that I watch, but I still, it, it, it I don't know. <clears throat> it just makes me feel more like organized inside my head <laughs> when I watch it. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make any actual sense, uh, but it, I guess it doesn't need to. Yeah, I think what I would appreciate it for is there are, there are certain reactors who like to do maybe too much talking in their intro <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Sometimes you just want to, you know, you want to get to their their thoughts on the the topic at hand. Yeah, I I always like it when when you have like the big long like musical introduction screen that goes on a little too long. It's like some like crazy hard hitting like you know dubstep intro from 2011. Um, Got the 3D text and everything. Yep, yep, yep. YouTubeintromaker.com or whatever. Um, <laughs> and then, and then they'll have like a really like laid back personality. <laughs> That's what it was like when the intro is like way more hype than the video. Uh. That's always a fun time. <laughs> uh, what's good, King Dan in chat? Hope you're doing well. Oh, um, King Dan. Oh yeah, gotta. Um, so here's here's something I was w wondering. Well, wondering sort of your take on because it's 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 something that uh, I feel like it's a topic that you more than me, but sort of all of nerdcore has been pondering in different ways for the last few months especially um but i don't know i, f I feel like i feel like the the direct question is like we've had a lot of little fires and bigger fires <laughs> in nerdcore recently uh. um we've had i feel like a lot of uh a fair amount of like one-on-one -on -one drama or like a semblance of it um i feel like more so we've had instances where it seems like somebody has beef with like air quotes the nerdcore community they like as a whole <laughs> sort of just like one person being like screw nerdcore <laughs> in general you know <laughs> and then that i think along with like sort of a um a little bit of like a confusion of terms or disagreement of terms of like what nerdcore actually is i think those two things together have provided a lot of like just just overall drama uh you know just dis disregarding instances of people who were sort of uh you know d d did things that had nothing to do with nerdcore and <laughs> are no longer sort of welcome um but uh like, do you think that that, like that that drama keeps nerdcore or like any community relevant? Like, do you think it's like a necessary part of a community that's going to continue to exist? Um. So, like, I guess, like, I'm just gonna like agree, but re change out the phrasing because um, I don't think it is necessary for a community to exist. But I think that any community that is growing is going to have this. It will just always happen. I don't think there's a way for a for a community like this large to to grow and not have these little fires happen every now and then. They'll just, you know. Uh, it's just kind of the nature of human beings in groups to fight over little things. Yeah. So more of like more of growing pains than of like it, it more signals the you think in this case it more signals like the expansion of something rather than its collapse yeah like i think there there definitely there's definitely a line to where like 
depending on what the fights are about and how often they're happening and how big they are, that it could signify like a collapse and a negative. But I think right now it's it's not that the fights are positive, but they are because Nerdcore uh, is moving in a positive direction. Yeah. Um, what do, what do you think that direction is? Do you think it's like a convergence or a split? Like, if that's too vague, I can I can clarify what I mean. Um, sure, clarify. <laughs> okay. So, like, um, like we were talking about a second ago, uh, sort of the like what I would call the like confusion of terms or disagreement of terms over like what nerdcore is, how it differs from like you know sort of the old school nerdcore versus video game rap versus anime rap versus YouTube rap and how like some of those lines are being blurred some of those like feels like some people are being very careful to like like they don't want to be classified as nerdcore because I think they just don't want to be put in a box but like you think that the overall future of nerdcore tends more towards like uh people like doing sort of just like all of the everything sort of converging and people just doing multiple things or do you think it's like very like subgenre heavy like okay anime trap for instance is like its own thing over here and then like video game rap is its own thing over here because it's i feel like it's sort of been like that but at the same time there's definitely a lot of the top nerdcore artists right now that have crossed over and done both i mean yeah i mean somebody like rustage for instance uh who's sort of like the guy <laughs> uh in, right. uh definitely an anime rap i'd say one one of in nerdcore in general um, I mean, like, a lot of his most popular stuff earlier on was video game rap. I mean, he did, did a ton of video game rap. And then, you know, now he's sort of, like, the anime rapper. Um, but do you, do you see, yeah, do you see, like, a more of a convergence or more of, like, a split? Um, so this is, like, almost a non-answer. But I would say, like, it's it's both and at the same time in just different areas so like i would say that like there is a there is a convergence in community to where um more people are going to start um kind of accepting that nerdcore label and kind of associating with all being all the people that make up the group that is nerdcore and i think that like you know some of the fights that we just talked about are trying to potentially push back from even being part of a certain community because they feel it's limiting because we haven't reached like the until we reach like a certain level it's just going to be like that but i think once that happens once we reach that level like okay like we all agree that you know this is all nerdcore then we're going to see a split and people are going to break off a little bit more again into their more subgenre groups to find more common ground because once something gets too big it kind of becomes hard to associate with everyone and kind of find common ground because it's too big and so then that'll split into subgenres and then those subgenres will grow and i guess we'll see what happens from there yeah no, that makes sense 
Like the, I, I feel like one of the things that I see right now is, it's like, two two sorts of like exclusion, where like, I I see people who are, um. People who are, like, like people who are in nerdcore. Uh, occasionally trying to like gatekeep what is and isn't nerdcore and then that way keep people out of nerdcore um and then i see people who whose music is what most people would describe as nerdcore but tr also trying to exclude themselves from nerdcore because they don't want to be associated with it because like you said like it feels like it might be limiting right now mm -hmm. um but i think that that's that's definitely a problem that you get when a genre is defined by more by topic than by musical style. Right. Because that's not, I mean, that's not typical. Like, that's not how the charts work, really. Yeah. <laughs> there are some genres that do that, but generally that's not just, just the name of a genre doesn't key you into what they're yeah. going to talk about or to sing about like, explicitly. Like, for me, as sort of, uh, a, like a bit of a goofy analogy but like um is is like uh you know a, a lot of a lot of people uh myself included will like refer to uh like christian contemporary music as like jesus fandom music but like the parallel is there because the what makes it that is it's all like around a certain topic rather than a certain genre um of like musical style and like, i think that's that's what you see with like i mean back in the day like doing pony music uh or horse music <laughs> uh and then like you know all the five nights at freddy's stuff um and uh which like i never did but a lot of people did um and then even like furry music being its own its own thing um mm -hmm. like mu music where it's around a certain topic um rather than and, and not even a certain topic but a certain like what would you say like uh i guess set of topics like style uh but more like life lifestyle i guess rather than musical style <laughs> and obviously those things cross over in some genres i mean country music is sort of like it's made by a lot of people that Oh, by, by a lot of people who don't share a common lifestyle, but their music portrays that they do. Right. Um. <clears throat> and it's kind of like, even in like nerdcore, it's like it started as you know, nerdcore hip hop was nerdcore, but right. we're seeing, um, especially in the YouTube community, um, people that are just straight up not hip-hop not rappers and have no like need to do that or want mm -hmm. to do that and we're still accepting them as nerdcore so that is giving it even less of a label and expanding it even more and it's like once once we ex we're gonna there's a limit to how far you can expand nerdcore before people will just automatically feel the need to associate more with the subgenre of they're choosing whether it be anime rap or anime trap blah 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 yeah that's one of the one of the interesting things oh real quick shout out uh digs of prophecy in the chat we need to days zana kitty 
Hope y'all are doing well. Uh, Dan asked earlier, how are you two? I'm doing well. Um, Great. But uh, what, one of the things um, that, that I think is interesting is that, yeah, like, that the... Uh, that that nerdcore has has the term has now expanded to include non hip hop because I feel like bef like I mean decades ago we had bands like Nerf Herder um, who like I would describe I mean with a name like Nerf Herder first of all um, yeah kind of keying us into what you're about to do <laughs> yeah and then like you know just a lot of their subject matter like I feel like they they re and and their whole sort of like their aura, their presence, like the stuff they sang about and sort of were interested in, like I think now they would be they could easily be a nerdcore band. Um but obviously that like term didn't apply at the time. But I feel like retroactively but then it's like how far back do you do that, right? Because um you know, Led Zeppelin wrote songs about Lord of the Rings. So <laughs> I mean Led Zeppelin original uh nerdcore band maybe yeah and it's like uh, with that it's like i think it's okay to like you know retroactively put songs in a certain category but i think you have to like leave room to be like okay this is a nerdcore song but the, the, a nerdcore song doesn't make a nerdcore artist or a nerdcore band yeah no that, that's it's, i mean that's a, that's another really good point it's like at what point are you a nerdcore artist? Is it when the majority of what you make is nerdcore songs? Because I can't think of a better definition. Uh, I mean, it has to either be that or, or just you know, self-identification. Yeah. Just don't really have any other way to figure that out. Yeah, I think with um, with nerdcore seeing as it is such a heavily online based um music format um i i feel like more than with a lot of other genres like having uh like an involvement in the community and like in the scene and like yeah just like generally being online and in contact with other nerdcore artists seems to be one of the like uh one of the requirements um but it's uh it's interesting when you have i feel like because I, I feel like more than like you know anime rapper and whatever other like general nerdcore rapper or gamer rapper or whatever like more than any of those distinctions i feel like the biggest distinction in nerdcore is um people who are more about performing live and then people who are more about like posting content um so to me that's like really the difference between like the stage rappers and the and the weekly rappers and there's some crossover there i feel like nlj is a good example of somebody who like posts a lot online but then also is like very much a live guy but i feel like especially in this past year like we've really seen the rise of a lot of uh like weekly anime rappers yeah and that's sort of i don't know maybe tip tipped the balance a little bit of of what nerdcore is expected to be but, yeah, uh, 
but yeah, I mean, it's, I like, oh, go ahead. There, there is like, I think another like kind of a gap that uh, we may have seen people may have pushed between uh, some of the anime rappers, I guess, is that there there does seem to be like a a difference in like source between people coming from kind of the same roots as like, you know, say the front of lots and the mega rands compared to people who came more from like a lot of these SoundCloud rappers with like anime with like one or two anime bars every now and then mm-hmm. or like an anime aesthetic. And yeah. then them saying like, what if we did that? But like, you know, kicked it up a little bit. And I think they see themselves as different because of it. Which yeah. I would say, like they are different. Like the music is different, but I wouldn't say that makes a whole separate genre. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think sometimes with with like the uh, um, the idea of like sort of wanting to make nerdcore songs but not be identified as a nerdcore artist, um, I think it. Um, like it, it definitely makes sense if it's sort of like, you know, this is just something you want to try out. Um, I feel like at some point, uh, if like, if your nerdcore stuff is more popular than your non-nerdcore stuff and is like the reason why you <laughs> have a presence, like it might be disingenuous to, to not refer to yourself as a, as a nerdcore artist at that point, mm-hmm. even if it's like temporarily being a nerdcore artist. I feel like that that would just be the the case of like that's just what you're most known as. Like if you want to be known as something else, like you could you you could do something else. But then then again, yeah, it's like it's like no one said that just because you're a nerdcore artist doesn't mean that you're only that. Right. It's like if somebody yeah. talked to Childish Gambino and said like, "Well, you're a rapper," it doesn't mean he's not also an R and B artist. Like that would right. kind of be ridiculous. So I don't know why people feel yeah. like that's a thing in nerdcore. Like I you mean, can be more thing. Like you know, for for people like uh, Trabody, I mean, and for or like for me for that matter. Oh, Jurassic uh, welcome, uh, Barlander girl, and uh, and Raiders. Um, I don't <laughs> welcome Raiders. <laughs> welcome Raiders. <laughs> I don't know that I've seen you around here before, but uh, welcome, uh, welcome to the Breakfast Club. We're recording uh, an episode with um, with is that Frost? That is me. Uh, this is my this is my, this is my uh, nerdcore podcast, essentially. Hello, sirs, uh, says Neandrew Tall, um, or possibly Angus McDonald, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but welcome in. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, let me see if I can if I can if I can pick up find that find that thread where it fell. Um, uh, let's see. We were talking about um, <laughs> uh, Andrew Tall uh, says. Uh, uh, <laughs> first person to get that right, first try. First Good person work. to get that right, first try. I've I've been around here. I've 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 gone through the balance arc a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last thing I was talking about was that like just because you're a nerdcore artist doesn't mean that you can't also be another type of artist. Right. Yeah. So like, and I was yes, that's what I was gonna say. So people like Shrabity or me for that matter, like have done like before we did, you know, Nerdcore or even like, I, I don't know what his, I don't remember what his like precise timeline is. Um, 
pretty sure he was doing folk before he ever started rapping. Um, right. But like, um, yeah, like I, you know, I was I was writing like f and performing folk songs, um, and like uh, like some pop punk stuff, <laughs> like, but mostly folk. Like before I, I mean, I did I did my first like rap performance like less than two years ago uh not counting like one time at a high school talent show <laughs> <laughs> um and like before that yeah I'd, I'd i'd done tons of like folk performances but it's like i'm a nerdcore artist i'm also a folk artist but like the one that's more relevant right now is that i'm a nerdcore artist so if i were to like introduce myself as a musician like that's what I would say because it's most most of what I'm making right now. Mm -hmm. uh, now, if I if I'm introducing myself to somebody's like grandpa, I might say I write folk songs because I can't bank on someone's grandpa unless they're unless they're really cool. Uh, <laughs> knowing <laughs> what nerdcore is, right? <laughs> Given that I can't bank on like the average person on the street knowing what nerdcore is, yeah. <laughs> I get it from like a, a marketing perspective to you know, yeah, uh, label yourself a certain way. But I feel like if it's if it's just like in casual conversation, you're just talking about yourself. I don't know why people are afraid to, uh, afraid of the of of kind of any label. Really, it's like just because you have one label doesn't mean you're another. Yeah. As well, and even if like if you're a nerdcore rapper, like it's perfectly justifiable to say that you're a rapper, and then you can yeah. you can talk about topics later. <laughs> but right. uh you know it's like that's yeah and it's it kind of goes back to her saying about like genre being defined by topic rather than musical style yeah it's like if you're a gangster rapper and like you did a non-gangster rap song it's like that's okay like <laughs> i don't yeah. know how else to say it. like that's fine <laughs> yeah uh i mean it's you know it, it, is it is it unusual when when somebody who normally raps just breaks out into, into song? Like, yeah, but it's you know it's it's a thing that's been done on some albums, so yeah. you people know. get over it. Yeah. Um. So here's here's what everyone really wants to know. Uh, what's is there another Frost album in the works, and will it have another Linden VA feature? Um, I would have to convince Lyndon, but I would be perfectly open to that. I need um, to know. So there will be another Frost album at some point. I don't know what it will be. I have been thinking of a Christmas album because I feel like that would be okay. fun. Hey, <laughs> but yeah, it just the idea when the ideas come, the you know, I get in the booth, I guess. <laughs> Uh, welcome, Tev. Who asked why does Frost sound like a robot? Frost sounds pretty much fine. It's it's Discord audio. What 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 do you want from me, Tev? <laughs> We're not in the booth. <laughs> Did you think this was an actual cafe? <laughs> I love you. Don't press me. Uh, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Lyndon says I don't take much convincing. Christmas album. Let's go. There you go. You got your feature. I need to hear at least yeah. 80, 80 or 90 more snakes. 
or the, the some other venom animal. was for the venom series to die but people <laughs> just want more <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's the unfortunate truth is that sometimes by trying to kill something you spark its revival all right venom unlimited featuring linden va coming out 2022 you heard uh, it here first linden says snakes are played out i'm all about fish now <laughs> all about fish oh yeah you like fish name every fish <laughs> <laughs> don't you will don't <laughs> you will do it <laughs> That was that was really the that song in a nutshell. It was like, oh yeah, you like snakes. <laughs> Name every snake. Uh, kind of want to hear a version of that now with the uh, uh, what's it? What's it? The uh, you know the the villain music from TikTok. Oh, that just sounded like the most boomer thing. The villain music from TikTok. The Spider Man from YouTube. Um, <laughs> Chris Kringle this track. Uh surely, surely you mean Chris Tingle or Kiff Jingles or <laughs> Ross sounds like he's in a hollow tube. Wow, everyone's just really coming for your mic. What's up, Shara? <laughs> Hope you're doing well. <laughs> I think your I think your mic sounds perfectly fine. The Andrew Tall says he does sound a little T1000. Discord has done worse to people's audio. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it is what it is. Throw a little respect on the uh, compression algorithm. <laughs> this isn't uh, this isn't Pied Piper. This isn't Silicon Valley. We don't have that uh, middle out compression going on for us. Anyone watch Silicon Valley? Oh, and what's good, Breton? Who says check if he has voice mod left on? I'll be, I'll keep it a buck with you, Breton. We're we're about five ten minutes from ending this episode, so it might not be uh, <laughs> this might not be the time. <laughs> but we'll we'll bear it in mind. Um, okay. So here's 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 my last critical information that I need. Um, what's the key to a fire soundboard? And could could you sort of break down your soundboard philosophy? Uh, okay, so the key to the fire soundboard, right, is is you want to have sounds for every sort of, you know, emotion. Okay. And then once you've done that, it's finding the most degenerate sounds that you could ever find. You, you see something on YouTube or Twitter, it's like, hey, that would be funny on the soundboard. You just get, you don't think about it too hard. Uh-huh. You don't think about like, well, what situation would I use this in? You You, you failed. Don't ask that question. Just download the sound and put it on the board. You'll figure it out after the fact. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, use, you use a physical soundboard, right? Uh, no, it's no. a digital one through voice mod. Oh, okay, okay. Voice mod soundboard. So that's why you have so many, uh, so many like buttons. Yeah, so it's like, when would I ever you know, use this? I don't know, but you just got to download it, you know? Yeah. So, so that's probably means since it's digital, your labeling system is probably easier. Because that's one thing that I worry uh, about. See, with that's like, what uh, you would think, right? But okay. no, I put no effort. I just kind of put everything in there with their default file names, and it makes it difficult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that's the maybe that's the spring uh, spring cleaning that's needed. Is just uh, going through labeling every button. 
perfectly. I have, you know, I've been thinking uh, since I'm on, uh, what's it called? Um, there's a site. I think it's, yeah. You know my instance? There's, uh, there's a lot of um, just soundboard buttons and you can, you can search stuff up. And I was thinking about maybe you trying to use that on stream. Uh, so for instance, it's it's actually where I got some of my my Twitch notification sounds. So like this one, for instance. Rawr! I'm a dinosaur. Uh, which I don't think you would have heard for us, but everyone on stream would have heard. I definitely did not hear. <laughs> so okay, uh, chat, describe it to me. That's my that's my uh, follower sound. A rawr, I'm a dinosaur. Oh, okay. Um, but if I wanted to look up like. Among Us. Oh, I don't. Okay, they don't have that. Um, a lot of these are very explicit, so I have to kind of. Also, some of them are incorrectly labeled, so you gotta kind of, you gotta, you gotta be careful. You hit the wrong one, it's just like, bruh. <laughs> that was the bruh sound. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I've been thinking about maybe, maybe making. Making use of that. Oh no! Tev Redeem tried to do an accent. Tev, I'm not going to do your accent. I'm not trying to get cancelled. <laughs> I'm not trying to get cancelled with five minutes left. I specifically said... You can't, you can't do it. When I, when I set up that point reward, I specifically said no accents that are going to get me cancelled. That was the rule. That was the deal. <laughs> I'll I'll attempt any UK accent. I'll attempt uh, a lot of European accents. Uh, I'll attempt Australian, New Zealand, um, Canadian, any US accent. Anything that won't get me cancelled, I'll attempt. I'll even, well, I almost just fell off my chair. <laughs> Tev says he's discriminating on me because I'm black. That's insane. You hate to, you hate to see it. But he he's discriminating for you for for the better. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, hold on. <laughs> it's a it's a separate but equal discrimination. Well, I don't hold on. <laughs> who knew that who knew that it was gonna be in the last three minutes that 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 I was just gonna get taken off the air? handcuffed and <laughs> shipped away <laughs> uh, Tom, please expected. pick please pick an accent <laughs> I'm gonna go Dr. Umar on you oh no who's Dr. Umar oh call Dr. Umar who's Dr. Umar yeah, we'll have to educate you on, on, uh, on Dr. Umar after the stream so I guess so <laughs> Um, this the uh, soundboard question is my last question. So, Tev, if you have a non-cancelable accent that you want me to do <laughs> before the episode ends, <laughs> do a South African accent. Um, okay, I can actually try that. Um, I have to just remember what the guy sounded like in that one movie that I saw because it's like Australian but a little scarier. Um, okay, like. Amen. You don't want to go over there. It might be difficult for you. That's about the best I can do, and I know that sounds a little bit New Zealandy. 
<laughs> but I, I, I feel like it was it was in an acceptable range. Look <laughs> like at ballpark. Where, yeah. <laughs> to where unless they were from South Africa or neighboring areas, you know, they're not going to press you on it. Yeah. 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 That was a South African accent. Because the only the only other like South African accent I could call to mind is is Trevor Noah, and I don't I don't want to do Trevor Noah, uh, but yeah, hopefully hopefully that was acceptable. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> he's black. Yes, Tev. Yes, Tev. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is this is tough. This is tough. Hang on, am I about to get canceled for not doing a black voice on stream? Somebody, somebody oh, inform me here if that's the case. <laughs> oh no, I got three bros in chat. This is tough. This is like the highest black ratio chat I've seen in a while. Dude, Ted Dick Chara here. <laughs> Lyndon went quiet. <laughs> it's just black. How did I end up in this situation? <laughs> Somebody explain to me. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening to the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Tev, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, oh my lord! Alyssa came in to ease the issue. <laughs> oh my god. Andrew Tall says, all I can think of is Tev Diggs and Sharantee posting her own Freest. I feel so bullied right now. Say it, Freest. Just say it. I'll say it with you. No, not, this, not the Samuel Jackson. Uh, <clears throat> thanks for listening to the Breakfast Club, everybody. Frost, thanks so much for coming on. Where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me everywhere on Is That Frost with the zero for the O, YouTube and Twitter mostly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, check out Nerdcore Central as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, who you got on this week? Uh, next we have Kuroshi. Let's go. Um, yeah, it should be a fun time. Yeah. Um, you y'all can find me on uh, Twitter at me freest, uh, Instagram at freest raps, TikTok at freest. Um, oh, youtube.com slash freest. I'm 25 subs away from 3,000, and with two or three days left in the month, if I hit uh, 3,000, I'm gonna do a Twitch concert next month. So may happen, may not. It's gonna be pretty close either way. Um, if you guys don't subscribe, I will physically hurt you. Okay. Uh, just a quick uh, quick sort of bodily threat from Frost right there at the end. Uh, just always how we like to end. <laughs> it really flew off the rails at the end, dude. <laughs> we had a nice conversation about nerdcore as a genre, and then it kind of devolved into something else entirely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know what? For everyone in the chat, I'm gonna just put the most important link is uh, youtube.com slash freest. I accidentally just spelled that free seed. Oh no. Uh, there we go. So drop me a sub if you like anime rap or if you uh, want to support me once I apparently inevitably get cancelled on my own stream. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to the Breakfast Club. I've been freezed.
That's Frost. Uh, Frost. Thank you for listening to the Breakfast Club, and I'll uh, <laughs> talk to y'all later. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>